This is the business of pleasure. I live life to enjoy it. And I don't really care what anybody has to say. I come from a family of strong women. And, you know, I mean, I just, that's what I know. Because we're scared to talk about it. That is so crazy to me. Because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. People need to stop being so hush-hush about everything right. and so shy about everything. Welcome to our podcast, a weekly discussion with people who are in the business of pleasure. Brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Once a week, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the sexual health industry, entrepreneurship, relationships, and empowerment. Join me, Nadine Thompson, president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, on this journey of self-discovery as we wash away age-old stigmas about sexuality, self-love, and to learn about the lives of the people that make their living in the business of pleasure. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. This week, we have with us a bedroom candy consultant, Miss Zanita Monroe. Zanita hails from the Chicago, Illinois area, and we're really excited to have Zanita on with us today. As a matter of fact, I'm really excited because today is Zanita's 11th month, 11th month with Bedroom Candy, 11 months to the date she shared with me before the call. So I am really excited to have her on. Zanita came on and I think hit the ground running with Bedroom Candy. I think by her second month, she was our top producing individual seller of toys or in the top three and has stayed in that category pretty consistently between our top three and five consultants every month since she has been a part of the community. So we are really excited to have Zanita with us um, again today on the podcast. I thought it would be great for us to have Zanita on in January because I know that sometimes getting started again after the holiday season can be challenging for people who have their own um, businesses. Um, it's hard to get out of, you know, the mode of being on vacation and celebrating and enjoying ourselves and thinking about getting back into that work mode. I know that part of what makes it a little easier for us is the idea of making New Year resolutions uh, to have this year be better than the year before. Um, and so I thought it would be great to have Zanita on, uh, one, because she's such an inspiring person um, to begin with. Um, she is a go-getter, um, but also she's just uh, recovered uh, from surgery and some health issues. And I thought she would be the perfect person to talk to about what it means to own your own business, to um, motivate yourself and others, and to just get back into things as we get started off um, in a new year. So again, welcome to our Bedroom Candy Business of Pleasure podcast, Anita. It is great to have you on the call with us today. Thank you for having me, Nadine. Hello. Hi. So I wanted to start with my first question always is, how long have you been a consultant? And as you said, I know today is your 11-month anniversary. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. And um, and do you live right in Chicago, Zanita, or in the outskirts of Chicago? 
I live in the outskirts of Chicago in the um, north suburbs. Okay. All right. Great. Um, lots going on in Chicago with uh, President Obama building his new library there. I've been reading a lot about it in the news. That should be really exciting when that opens. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I really uh, get out that way. So. <laughs> oh, okay. That doesn't affect your life a whole lot. Okay. Uh-uh. Do you I'll probably make just because it's Obama's? I'll make a trip out there to go see. If I'm that close. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rest of us are going to have to fly out there for that to, mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah. Um, do you do uh, many parties in Chicago itself, or do you find that most of your parties are limited to the 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 suburbs? Um. About 80% of all my parties are in Chicago. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, so that, so do you find that the city, um, that people are more open to it? What do you, why do you think 80% happens in Chicago? Do you have any thoughts about that? Well, I work in Chicago. Okay. And so majority of the people that I see and come in contact with, they're usually from Chicago. And uh, I grew up in Chicago, so the okay. uh, majority of my friends are from Chicago, and so most of the word of mouth will be, be in Chicago or the surrounding uh, suburbs of Chicago. Okay. I've only had, in my area, maybe two parties. <laughs> interesting, interesting. <laughs> so the city girls are much more open to the sex toy industry. I think I think all areas are open to the uh, sex toy industry. Mm-hmm. Just even my leads never bring me this way. And when I talk to other consultants, they always have leads north. <laughs> okay. I never get them in my area. So okay, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Um, do you do your bedroom candy business full time, part time, as a hobby? Um, I, I um, work it part-time, but okay. I treat it like a full-time business. So okay. every day I work on it. Um, like, since I've been off on leave, I uh, make a point to go through. I've been going through, like, all of my old parties that I've done uh, from February all the way through last year, sending out emails, text messages, trying to get uh, rebooked. Uh, so when I'm going back to work in February... I already have four scheduled, mm-hmm. but I want I set a goal to have eight parties that month or more. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, I just keep re- reaching out to get repeat business, so I never stop working it. And I usually take uh, an hour or two since I've been off to do that to focus on that. Sending out to my repeat customers and looking online for vendor shows to book for February and March. Interesting. That's great. So. You know, that brings me to the fact that you um, recently are recovering um, from surgery. And it's just interesting because with you being one of our top sellers of products, uh, it's interesting to listen to how you've even used your downtime. You've been preparing um, to jump back into the business. So you're not waiting until February, but you're actually doing the groundwork right now so that when you start working again and you're recovered, that you've got your parties booked and you've got your, your opportunities lined up. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. This, I treat, like I said, I treat my business like a full-time business. Mm-hmm. And I was in a hospital for the two days. Mm-hmm. When I got out the hospital, I stayed in bed for a while. But I did my own. I, I sent out emails like, hey, I'm having a sale. You know, I got on-hand product. Come 
come to my house and I had my kids uh, set the living room up with a display so people came in and purchased so I was still able to make sales, you know, while I was um, even in the bed recovering. And I'm going to do it again, you know, to boost my January numbers. But mostly for January, I've solely been trying to book parties for February, March, and April so I can beat my launch goals for <laughs> for those months because oh. I came out pretty big. So I don't want to go down in, in, in uh, my efforts. So I got a, I set a goal to beat what I did in February of 2017 and beat what I did in March of 2017. Awesome. So that's I gotta great. Get to work. <laughs> you got to get to work and get it done. Um, yeah. That's awesome. One of the things you had mentioned to me when we spoke um, prior to the podcast was you talked about um, way interesting ways of selling. Um, and you mentioned, I think it was pop-up shops that you do and a few other things. Would you mm-hmm. mind sharing with us about some of those other um, innovative ways you use to sell product? Yeah, so my um, biggest way, outside of just doing parties and repeat parties, I do pop-up shops. I go into uh, beauty shops and boutiques when uh mostly on Sundays when they're um when they're closed to the public and we'll schedule uh pop up shops. And so pop up shops are like little parties except you're displaying your items and you don't have to play all of the games and everything that you do when you're doing the when you're doing the parties. People are coming in, they know what they want to buy. We go live and draw more uh people and they usually have people coming in and um and they shop and they and you know and buy and so those have been really successful so i, I try to get in a pop-up shop a week oh uh, most for the most part okay and you have to pay for those kind of things but i never pay more than like 35 dollars. i try to do everything under 50 dollars to make it affordable mm-hmm. and um so i can make more money <laughs> and spend less so, yeah. yeah and uh the pop-up shops really work in the beauty and the barbershops and in the um and in the boutiques Interesting. So would it be like a, a clothing boutique, you mean, you would do a pop-up shop there? Yep. Okay. Awesome. I do more in the boutiques than I have. I've been doing more boutiques than I have been um, beauty and barber salons lately. But I do uh, beauty shops, barber salons, and um, in the boutiques. So, yeah. Okay. And in the barber shops, the... The beard oil is a big hit. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, what do the men in the barber shops like? Oh, the head to toe, the mm-hmm. beard oil, especially the beard oil. I have yeah. a barber who orders probably like twenty bottles a month from me. <laughs> Are you kidding? So, wow! Mm-mm. Wow! So that they love the beard oil. They love they love the head to toe, okay. but the beard oil is a real big seller. They yeah. want the lip balm, but they say they don't. They can't use it because of the fragrance, and they always saying, "Come out with a non-fragrant one, so we can use the the lip balm." We like the shea butter method and all of that, but okay, <laughs> they don't want to use it because of the scent. Okay, we're gonna have to do something like maybe that's unscented or just something like mint um, mm-hmm. that men would like. They say, we get dry lips too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, and I think that would be so easy for me to do yeah to do an unscented one because there's so many people who are allergic to fragrance as well it might be good to have an unscented lip balm um yeah 
they're asking for it. So. Yeah. so, yeah, a pop-up shop and a barber shop sounds like a really great idea because, you know, we've done so much work on creating a men's line. Um, and we know that men love our products. And whenever I introduce men to the line, they're always really excited about it. Um so I think, and our helping hand is one of our biggest uh, sellers. It's in our top five. So I think that, um, you know, the pop-up shop idea for men's barbershops, I think is just a great way. And it also gives men an opportunity if they want to, to buy a couple's toy or something mm-hmm. for their, for the, for their partner. Yes, it's it's a really great way. And I, I wish I could take credit for thinking of going to do these pop-up shops, but I had to give the credit to Mama Joyce, Candy's mom. Okay. I, oh, really? Uh, her at, yes, uh, at um, an event that Candy did here in Chicago, and I was standing there while everybody was taking pictures talking to Mama Joyce, and she said, I was sitting here thinking that, you know, we have all this stuff, and people should start going around to beauty salons and barbershops. I said, you know what? I'm going to try that. And from that point, I started doing it, and it has been working for me very successfully. And uh, when I saw her at convention, I told her, I said, I took your idea, and I ran with it. And she said, you did? Now give me that watch. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, well, that's a, that was a great idea on her part. You know, that's was. really great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really like what you said, too, about making sure that you're not paying more than $50 so that you're not putting, you know, sometimes people want to do these events where they're putting out hundreds and hundreds of dollars and you've Mm -hmm. got to sell a ton of product before you even start breaking even. And so I think if you keep it at $50, at least if you sell one toy, you've made, yeah, you've made made your money back. And then everything after that is a profit. So uh, I think it's really important for people to listen to that and hear that, um, you know, you want to keep your business expenses as low as possible when you're doing these kinds of things. And there's a lot of groups on Facebook and Instagram that uh, for your state, you put in your state, and they have, like, in Illinois vendors, uh, shows, expos, pop-up shops. And some of them get to be pricey, so it depends on where they are. I have paid as much as $100, and then I have uh, split a cost uh more costly if it's it, the fee is really big. Like I did a, a big event with Rashonda, but it was quite a few of us who split the cost of the event. Um for the expo, so I but I try to keep it low because as long as I can make my money back and then make a surplus, then I'm okay with it. Okay, that's great. That's great. Um, do you have team members, uh, or do you do yes, this on I your do. own? Okay. No, I have I have eleven on my team. Wow! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> eleven eleven team members in eleven months. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking for that breakout team. Yeah, yeah, well, they're coming, they're coming. So how do you keep yourself and your team motivated, Zanita? I try to reach out to my team on a weekly basis. I send them emails and text messages and uh, let them know, because everybody don't read the emails, and let them know about what's going on, what's coming down the line, any specials, any help I can uh, give to them. And then for myself, I just always set myself uh, goals that I try to um, meet and exceed. Uh, 
So every month I have a goal. Uh, okay, well this month uh, I already know I have this going on in my in my normal job and my regular and my other business because I have another business. And so uh, I'm going to say this is my goal for this month. I have to be five star, or I already know that January uh, just as long as I can make two star. So and I set yeah. these goals, and so I just try to uh, keep reaching out and reaching towards them. And I get really excited when I exceed the goals, and if I just if I don't reach it, then I put add it on to the next month's goal but thus far i have not met a goal that i haven't set okay sometimes i shock myself and exceed them but (laughs) that's awesome so you're very goal oriented and goal driven Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how you manage to keep your sales up consistently. And so you're setting those goals for yourself every month. It's just not a random occurrence that you just happen to sell $5,000 worth of product. You're setting that goal and then working towards it every day. Yes. And then I have, um, they're not consultants, but I call them my my mini team okay. of my support systems, like my sister and my niece. Everybody who wants money from me or different things, right, me, right. they have to be my little affiliate. I tell them, I said, now, and, and they'll, they'll promote on their page, go to my sister's page, buy from her, order a party, book, 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 and uh, and they'll get sales from their coworkers. They'll take the little book around and get sales from their coworkers and bring them back to me. Right. <laughs> so, so everybody, it's, it's, a, it's a team effort. <laughs> to help me succeed. That's but, brilliant. Be- <laughs> that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Because, you know, I um, I know that uh, Avon had mastered that, um, you know, uh, that whole idea of having friends and family take a catalog and do a book party, literally. Um, mm-hmm. They take, you know, you take a catalog and you say to a, a niece, okay, here's your catalog and you go out and you get orders and, you know, I'll give you 10% of everything that you sell. Um, mm-hmm. And so people are motivated because, you know, if they know for every hundred bucks they bring in, that's 10 bucks for them, or you can give them more or less, whatever it is you want. But it's also a great way, or you give it to them in product credit. So you say, you know, for every this amount you sell, if it's 10 or 20 percent, I'll give you that much in product credit and you can get stuff for yourself. And people are often motivated and you'll be surprised because everybody can take it to work and you can have 10 people doing that. You're going to reach 10 times as many people as you trying to reach those people yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are sales you wouldn't normally have because those are not people that are, are part of your day to day circle. So you're reaching an extended amount of people. And so many people have done very well with that sort of catalog book party where people do that. And then at the end of the month, they, you know, bring in their sales and then they get product credit where they can buy something for themselves or they can get the cash on the profit for what they've sold for you. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, they do that for me all the time. Even my coworkers. I have a coworker who takes an Uber, and she'll give out my cards. So I give each one of them, uh, like, a little thing of cards. And she'll give out my cards for me. Mm-hmm. She'll be an Uber telling people, you should sell bedroom candy. They have no interest in doing it for themselves, but they but they always are interested in helping me. <laughs> That's great. So you've established a network of people who are supportive of you in doing the business. And that that's yeah. really awesome. Well, you're a really wonderful person, so I can see why people would want to help you. So, Zanita, we've talked a lot about positive things. What do you see as the most challenging part of being a bedroom candy consultant? One of the most challenging part is building a team. Okay. So, 
I can sell, 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 but I don't know what the most difficult part is about building a team and hitting gold or any of the other uh, levels. Yeah. So I can reach the money part with uh, building a team, sell, 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 but I just can't um, <laughs> seem to get this team being built. Right, you know, where, I, right. where everybody wants to work and we're all firing on uh, all cylinders, that is the most difficult part for me. Right, right. Yeah, team building is really an art form. And um, first of all, you know, people come to you because they want to do the business. But then it's finding people who really are motivated as you are and really want to build a team. And what I've seen happens is, you know, in the beginning, you're very much in the beginning of your career at Bedroom Candy. It takes a while. You know, you're building up numbers. You're finding people. You're sort of mining for diamonds. And you're going to meet a lot of great people. And they're going to always be on your team. Um, but what you're also looking for are the superstars who really are interested in building a business. And um, so you may have great team members right now, but it's also about finding serious business builders that really want to take it to the next level like you are, who are committed like you are to working the business every day. And it'll come. It's just people call it really you're mining for diamonds. You're looking through, you're looking through. And, you know, sometimes it just takes that one person to come on and they're excited and they can really take it to the next level. So I wouldn't be discouraged because it seems like you have a great team of people around you and great teammates uh, who are supportive. But you're also looking for business partners. And maybe it's about putting it out there as well. You know, when people hear the language that you use. So if you're looking for a business partner, people might, you know, that business entrepreneurial minded person that might set off an alarm for them in their head. They might go, oh, I've been thinking about having my own business and she's looking for a business partner. Let me, let me, you know, talk to her and see what she's really talking about here. And then that's the kind of person that wants to learn about the compensation plan and how it works and how to make money. So that person comes in with a totally different mindset than the person who just loves selling, you know, body products or who loves selling toys or who loves using them. That's a different person who's sort of doing it as a hobby because they love the products as opposed to the person who's coming in because they're entrepreneurial minded and they really want to build a business. And so they're looking for a business partner as well. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Now, I'm not discouraged about it because I know it, it takes, you have to keep building and out of every 15 to 20, you'll get one good worker. So yeah, <laughs> even exactly. all the great say, you know, they introduce the business to 100 people and 10 may accept and those 10 take them on to greatness. So exactly. <laughs> even out of those 10, you're going to get four that work. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so Ex I know the odds and I know I just got to keep going. Exactly. Well, you have been doing a tremendous job at Bedroom Candy, and I just want to, again, congratulate you on all your success, um, your successes. Um, and as I said before, I know that you are in recovery mode right now, but I am totally um, in awe and admiring your level of preparedness and how you're just building up to get back to jump back in and it's not necessarily just jumping back in the the level of preparation that you're doing to get ready to start selling again and to start moving again i want to encourage you and other bedroom candy consultants who are listening to this week's podcast that 
um, the old-fashioned um, skill of getting on the phone or I know nowadays we use email, whichever you're most comfortable with, but reaching out to people. Um, and usually a phone call is better because people can ignore an email. But, mm-hmm. you know, going through your phone book and looking at your contacts, you know, or your contacts on your computer and picking out, you know, are there a hundred people that you know, or 50 people that you know, that would be interested in the products or the business opportunity. And, you know, making an effort every day to make one or two calls, one or two calls. And most people will at least buy something once they hear that you're in business, it's bedroom candy, candy birds, it's all sexy and very exciting. You'll find that people will be interested. And if not in in a toy, they might be interested in some of our wonderful candles or bath and body products. So it's really about making those phone calls to people. I say to folks, you know, email and Facebook is great, but it's also really important to make that phone call so people hear your voice and they hear your enthusiasm. You can tell them about your website. You can tell them about the great products we have. You can invite them. If they'd like a catalog, you can pop one in the mail to them. You can direct them to your shopping cart online. But sometimes just hearing your voice makes a real difference to people. Um, and it's it's harder to ignore a voice than it is just an email message. So I, I just want to encourage people to really reach out to people, you know, think about the parties that they want to do. Um, you know, they have birthdays coming up. Everybody has a birthday. Everybody's got a, a best friend or a sister who has a birthday that they might want to schedule a couple of, you know, pamper parties or sex toy parties or bachelorette parties, you know, get people thinking about what's coming up in 2018 for me. Who's getting married? Who's got birthdays that we want to celebrate? Which girlfriends have I been talking to about? We really ought to get together. We really ought to get together, but we never do. So a BK party is a perfect way for girls to have a girl's night out. And so get, you know, helping your customers to think about ways they can incorporate bedroom candy into their lives. It's good business for you because if people say, gosh, I've been wanting to have a girl night, girl's night out with my friends from college, you know, you can host a party for them as a consultant and they can have a great time. So, um, yeah. You're coming into Valentine's Day, yeah. St. Patrick's Day and tax time, which, you know, a lot of people... They go crazy at tax time. Don't know why, but <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, let's have a tax time party. I've got all kind of specials that I'm working, you know, like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm promoting the bundles. Just keep promoting, especially now, just to build it up for, you know, the next couple of months. Yes, absolutely. Valentine is our biggest selling time at Bedroom Candy. And so, yeah, this is a great time to be calling everybody. What are you doing for Valentine's? Do you have your Valentine's gifts, you know, ready? We've got the perfect stuff. We've got all these new toys and stuff that have just come out. I think Valentine's is great. Well, Zanita, thank you so much um, for being on the Business of Pleasure. I want to end with something upbeat. So tell me about your funniest BK moment as we end the call. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. What's, what's the most recent funny? Um, well, I, I still haven't topped the, the last funny one that I told you about on the last podcast, but I, that is still my number one funny one. I was promoting the Kiss and Tingle. Uh-huh. 
and uh, we were at a vendor event, and the uh, um, host of the vendor event went live, and she came over, and she was asking me about the Kiss and Tingle, and I told her how it worked. So she took it, and then she pulled out her nipple on live. Oh, my goodness. Put the Kiss and Tingle all over, and then she started, oh. Oh my! <laughs> she started promoting it, and I sold out all the kids and singles at that uh, event. It was the funniest thing, and I haven't uh, had anything to top that one yet. But <laughs> oh, that is very funny. That is the things that customers will do. It's really interesting, isn't it? And that's the thing that sells because it's real and it's funny and it's you know it's so spontaneous. It's great. It's great. Uh-huh. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode of The Business of Pleasure, Zanita. Congratulations on all your success at Bedroom Candy. I wish you all the best with your healing and recovery. I hope that 2018 will bring tremendous, wonderful things for you, joy and prosperity and good health being among them. And uh, just all the best for the new year. Thank you again for being on the call. Thank you, Nadine. Happy New Year, and thanks for having me. You're welcome. Happy New Year to you, too. The Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. To shop with us, visit us at www.bedroomcandy.com. To join our team of consultants who own their own home-based businesses, join us online and enter the code BOP2017. That will get you a 10% discount on your starter kit. Join us today.